So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. The SLE Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Welcome to episode 263 of the SMB Podcast Show. Steven, Danny, and Vin are here. What's up, boys? Not much. How's it going, guys? Uh, me, all three of us didn't uh, tear our ACL, so we're ahead to a better start than half the league in week two. Um, how you guys doing? It, it's crazy. Like, I, mean, I know guys get hurt every week, and we're probably just maybe over-exaggerating because we're just happy to have something to talk about, but the amount of... I mean, it just all right. felt, felt like it happened at once in the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. Just injury after injury, and then just, it's, right. it sucks. Well, what was the, the verdict on Devontae Adams' injury? Uh, I Nothing terrible. Um, they didn't they didn't update as far as I saw. Okay. It okay. was just uh, – I think it was – let me see if I have an update, but – I mean, obviously Saquon is probably the biggest name. Yeah, Saquon and Joey Bosa. Yeah. Yeah, those two definitely. Like the Niners, just they're going down like flies this year. Unfortunately, for whatever reason. So well, they're saying Garoppolo may play this week. Right, but it is a high ankle sprain, so. Like, one day could feel better, and then, like, game day, it's all stiff, and he doesn't want to play. So it's really going to be interesting on how he feels on Sunday, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like they held Devontae out for a precaution. So yeah, he's... you guys were up big enough anyway, so it didn't yeah. really matter. Well, that's what I thought would happen with Garoppolo, is that... And uh, and Mostert because they took them out. It was a blowout, but it seems like Garoppolo might miss some time. They said high ankle sprain. Well, they took the whole team out in halftime. I know, but like he still he could miss a few weeks. They said he has a high ankle sprain. They're saying he's going to miss weeks. Morissette's going to miss weeks. The other running back, McCaffrey, gonna, McCaffrey's going to miss. Oh weeks. yeah, McCaffrey. I forgot about McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, the, the Niners are blaming the field, right? Well, apparently, yeah, it's not great. Well, apparently, they got brand new turf this year, so yeah, they redid the turf, but there wasn't any complaints out of the Giants or Steelers. And the well, the two... the offensive lineman like busted his leg open or whatever. Not bad. Busted his leg open was extreme. The they off that one of the Steelers offensive linemen got hurt, right. I I don't know. Maybe it's just football, and then 
they just need to blame something. I I don't know. It, we'll see what Listen, happens. Listen, at the end of the day, you could blame anything. It's just part of the game. Right. A. B. Right. The other thing is is like we got to realize these guys had no game time action. Some of these guys didn't in the league didn't play since last December. An actual football. Right. Actual football. Right. Okay. A couple scrimmages, but again. I was listening to Sean Payton earlier say it. He's like, yeah, we were totally off last week on our play calling because our timing wasn't there. We weren't available because we didn't have preseason games. Yes, and so, they're they're out with Michael Thomas for the next four to four weeks, more than likely, as well. So every team's hitting, gotten hit with the injury bug of some sort. That's why the Eagles are basically 0-2 right now as well, is they're decimated with injuries as well so but they get booed out of the stadium oh, and empty field anyway yeah that was, that was funny silly fashion well they also just stink well they also stink but i think if they had a couple of offensive linemen they Our would division stinks yeah the whole division stinks <laughs> um but yeah we we can't We'll get more into it later with, uh, during our football segment. And then, of course, the Islanders' part for effort that unfortunately ended shortly in the conference finals as well. Um, do you guys want to talk about Twitter topics now so we can get into the football sure. and hockey? Let's quick? do some Twitter topics. I mean, there isn't uh, – it's tough. I think we, we, were, we took last week off, so there's a lot. I mean, we obviously can't catch up on everything. It all but... went downhill when we went over the uh, the pig. What was it? The pigs? The cows? The cows can cure. What was it? Oh, it was the cow. Something about cow farts curing something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I That must have been when I. No, you were there for that one, Danny. You just blocked it out. Oh, okay. Why did you block out talking I... about cow farts? I don't remember what I said now, though. But I'm interested. So you keep looking at Twitter topics. I'm looking up. Cal- so I, I definitely put it in the in the bio thing in the uh, description. So check that from like three weeks ago. Right. And I'm gonna go to. Cal farts cause global warming. See. Cal farts cause global warming. That's what it was. Goddamn cows um, and their farts. Before I even bring it up, did anybody watch the Emmys? No. No. I was watching okay. Sunday Night Football. Does anybody like Schitt's Creek? I do, actually. It's funny, I, just can't, like, it, it's a, it I'm falling a asleep watch. It did win a bunch. Um, Kimball was on with Stern last week, and apparently Kimball's the guy who gets to pick all the other hosts, like all the, like, award givers, or whatever it is. So naturally Stern goes, I'm pretty disappointed you didn't call me to ask me. Because it was all Skyped. So he said that if it, if he was asked, him and Beth would have been completely naked and having sex when the camera came on them. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I hate Stern. It depends on who he's I mean, with. It's like a podcast for me. If I hear he, if he has a guest I want to listen to, like Jimmy Kimball, I don't, I'm not against Jimmy Kimball. I like Jimmy Kimball. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't listened to Howard Stern other than when I'm in your dad's car, Steve, for the last 20 years. <laughs> so, I don't know. And then, like, um, Jim Carrey was on, like, a couple weeks ago. I was listening to him. You know, again, if it, it's like a podcast. If it's a guest that I want right. to hear, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen. If Very it's fair. just yeah. them BSing, I'm not listening to it. Very fair. 
you know, there's a couple segments here or there that I've listened to, you know, online. Um, yeah, of course. His limo driver had to pull poop out of his ass because he couldn't shit. So he talked about that for 20 minutes. It was pretty funny. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know why this is a trending topic for me, but it just says Jason Whitlock. Now I have to find out what Jason oh, Whitlock no. did. What did he say? He it says opened him, himself up to criticism after making sexist comments about Ooh. ESPN host. Oh, boy. Katie Nolan. Whitlock said that host and reporter Maria Taylor got her opportunity at ESPN because she's tall, attractive, and quite personable on television. Like, I don't get it. Maria Jason, Taylor is awesome. Jason T- Whitlock Twitter page from yesterday on 920. Beauty has a privilege that trumps other privileges. Beauty transferred Katie Nolan from a bartender to seven-figure personality. And the darling of aroused bloggers and TV critics willing to ignore her pestering humor and inability to execute live television. What? Like, the whole Maria Taylor thing is blasphemy. Because I love her in in her college game day stuff and her college football on Saturday nights. And then she brought it She's to the NBA. She's the sideline girl on Saturday nights, right? Yeah. And she does the – she, like, she's the host on the NBA, NBA uh, pregame show as pre-game. well. Yeah, pregame, yeah. So, like, what she wore last Monday night is – what? you're very weird if you're commenting that she should host the Avian Awards for just a little leather, like, top that – I mean, like, I've never it's seen, 2020. Like, if you're, like, I've never really seen bothered... someone expose himself for being horny so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're, like, really – criticizing her I mean, for that outfit, cl- you're very weird. Clearly, Vin didn't, doesn't remember Joe Namath with uh, Susie on oh, the side. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, like, Jason <laughs> Whitlock, shut the fuck up and go get another hat, honestly. Like, get out of my face. I... Okay. And then, who was... Maria Taylor was very popular this week. Who else went after her other than that guy? I feel like she shot Someone up else. so quickly in the past, like, year. From basically just a, a game day yeah, morning. That's what person. happens when you're talented. I. Right. I mean, honestly, I'm, uh, I shouldn't even have brought that up. Jared Cook is trending for me. That can't be good. Uh, that's weird. Because mm, he's healthy. Did he get hurt? No, people are just asking about Jared Cook for fantasy reasons. I like <laughs> Jared Cook. Miss Jared Cook. Yeah, he was clutch. He made that one awesome catch against Cowboys in the playoffs. He did. Never forget. Great. Excuse me, Great. Mr. Breeze. That was not Alvin Kamara you're throwing the ball to. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on to just overall trending. Uh, something on HBO Max. Mm, no, that's nothing interesting. So I started watching yesterday Cobra Kai. Good, about did. time. Uh, yeah, I finished that in like two days. It was awesome. I got Very through good. like seven episodes before I was like, if I put another episode on, I'm missing. I'm gonna fall asleep in the middle of it. Right. So I stopped. I started. I finished the next episode. I got like two more in season one, so then I only have the ten left. Right. Yeah. No. It was well done. The ending of season two is a what a cliff. I won't tell you what happened, obviously, but yeah, season three needs to hurry up. <laughs> um, Steven, have you listened to the Entourage podcast yet? 
they had one with the guest of hold on I have it in my library the only reason I ask is because they had Gary Busey Ralph... they had okay. Ralph I haven't listened to it yet they had they had Machio on last week because they got to that episode the, the first episode he was in so they had him on to talk about that and talk about Cobra Kai and all that stuff um, it sounds like an interesting show. I I'll be completely honest, and this might be exposing myself. I've never seen the Karate Kid. Oh well, yeah, no, it's this is why we can't take a... you places, Vin. Okay, but like the <laughs> Karate Kid it's... is one that I missed it, and I think it's a kids movie. No, like, well, I don't, I don't. Well, well, we all missed it since it came out in 1984. But... Okay, but like I missed <laughs> it as a kid is what I'm saying. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, so I now you're. It... A... An adult who can watch it when he wants. Yeah, I I would definitely recommend I mean, I watching would, it. At least the first one. The second one. Yeah, no, yeah, the first, yeah, that's the only one I watched. Just watch the first one. It's the one with Will Smith's son is unnecessary, also. Right, I didn't even. I just. But. It wasn't I, terrible, I think... the one with Will Smith's son, but it was just like, okay, Jackie Chan, we get it. You just want to make money. I feel like it's a kid's movie, and I it won't have the same effect if I don't have a nostalgia. The thing is, it's, it's a coming-of-age movie more than a kid's movie. It's been and on like... a lot. I think either on HBO or Showtime, and I've been yeah, watching just, it when yeah, I'm, when I'm like clicking through the channels. Yeah. I'll just leave it, it on wherever it is. I Actually, yeah, same thing, Steve. I definitely saw it after watching it just because it was on. Um... Finn, you really don't need you don't need to see the original movie to like it. The the so show, like the I'll show. tell you, the That's... season one goes into a lot of detail about the right. first about the movie. So if you right. watch the so... movie, the show, you're basically gonna get the idea of the movie. Right. I mean, I get the general idea of it. I think. Okay. Kaden does karate, plain and simple. And he gets bullied all the time. And all I know he... is, I just I'm gonna tell you one scene, Vin. He, Ralph is in the woods with this kid he's training. And he goes, "You keep practicing. I need to find service. The Islanders are playing the Devils on the East Coast." Yeah, that was funny. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> um, that's all you need to know, Vin. <laughs> Steve, you're gonna laugh in the last episode. I'm not gonna tell you what happened, but season one or three was... or two. Well, one, the it's, it's a funny like homage to Mr. Miyagi. You're 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 gonna know it right away, and you're just gonna laugh when it happens. But I think that was the best part of season one, like when they brought back like hints to the old movies. I, oh, I thought that was pretty. And funny. then I think it was like the first or second episode, Vin. Ralph sitting at his work desk with a Keith Hernandez bobblehead on his desk. Right, I actually have that same bobblehead on my desk as well. So I was like, "Oh, look, me and Ralph Macchio have the same bobblehead on our desks." But yeah, like and, see and the, the, diff- the and biggest the show difference. Is really not kitty. The show is not really kitty because there is cursing and other stuff in it. So I, the show, I, I realized it was kind of adult, but it just well, that's why I went to YouTube. They wanted it on like regular TV, and everyone's like, right. "No." You, you're not going on regular TV, so well, they, the, so YouTube picked it up first, and then it got so many hits on the first apart. season. Once they went to go release season two, that was when Netflix was like, "Yeah, we want this." Right. Which, of course, we know if you're going to get more money from Netflix than you are. Right. They'll give money to anything, as you can see that one show that's causing a lot of controversy. Well, you got to realize they're going to oh, they're losing goodness. a lot of shows too. 
if you think about right. it. When you look at Netflix, they lo- think about it. They lost all of the Marvel rights because of Disney+. Plus. Right. So everything also Disney, they lost. Right. Um, they're losing other things because of Peacock. Right. Uh, you know, HBO Max, too, is taking things from them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because HBO Max has the DC license, so they're going to start bringing over all the DC movies and not going to let them on Netflix. I I think Netflix definitely have their work cut out for them. Because, like, I'll be completely honest. At this moment, I only watch Netflix to put The Office on. So when that leaves, they're going to have to, like... I mean, their original content is good. I guess it's just... I don't know. I'm going to have to get into it. Well, with me, I'm finally at the final episodes. Like I have like five or six episodes left of Breaking Bad, so I'll probably start uh, Better Call Saul after. And then I also... I'm going to get to Better Call Saul. True. I don't know about Ben. It, um, I and, all, and I also want to... I haven't gotten to it. Uh, I want to see the boys. I know season one was really great. I just didn't get to watch it on that's, Amazon. That's that superhero thing, right? I, I started yeah, watching I, the first on Amazon episode. Prime. Yeah, yeah, Amazon thing. I started watching it on the first episode, and I just I, that was it. I couldn't I couldn't keep going. I'm like, what is happening right now? It's a lot. It's right. Very... And that's how I felt. That's how I felt with the Al Pacino Holocaust movie, where like they were killing Nazis, and I was like, all right, this is way too much, and I'm like. <laughs> I'll I mean, give it, it. I'll eventually give it another try, but it was just yeah. like this is a lot for the first episode. <laughs> yeah, I I I watched like the first four episodes, I think, or for maybe first three episodes, and then I just stopped. So something else came out, and I watched oh, something else. The, the, the uh, Holocaust show or no, the, of the, the boys? Heroes, the, the boys. Yeah. yeah, everybody said it's a good show. I'll give it a shot. I just haven't haven't gotten to it. Yeah. All right, um, this isn't going to fit in our baseball topics, but Justin Verlander has to have Tommy John. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that should it only have been took two months, months to figure out that he needed it. That should have been done months ago. Like That's what pisses me off about it. Like I did have him in a, in a fantasy league, and obviously I don't care because it was a free league, but like they were talking about it two months ago. It should have been done already. Like That was bad planning on their part. You know what I realized, yeah. and I I noticed this with Harvey when he got his when they announced he needed it. It took like another month or so for him to finally have the surgery, and right. you got to think it's something similar. So, and we'll go into Barkley later. They said um, it was a torn ACL, partial torn something else and another swelling so they have to wait three weeks before they can go in there because of the swelling swelling, but but that's that's common though right 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 so i wonder if it's the similar scenario when it comes to it it could very well be i never had an injury in my my elbow but but that's very common in knee injuries well yeah yeah i know that with knee injuries so i one makes me wonder you know it's a similar movement of a joint in a way Maybe, but it it shouldn't take two months for inflammation to go down. Like I really think he was gonna try to come back. I I think he was trying to come back because he also knows like he's towards the end. They, uh, yeah, it's they were. She's gonna try to rehab it or do whatever, and it just didn't. Um, 
I guess it didn't work out. That's the other thing know. we got to realize. Just with the short season, they should have just said, "All right, we'll see you in, we'll see you in February, March, and then yeah, 2021, we're gonna rock and roll." Well, listen, like I said, um, it could have just been him realizing he's towards the end of his career. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a valid point. He's been doing it what since 2006 ish. Yeah, that sounds about. Was right. he on that Tiger team in the World Series? He was, I think he was actually before that. Like he was like it was like oh four yeah, like or something. Four oh five. Right. Yeah. So he was, he so wasn't that's a over fifteen years of of pitching. Yeah. So and a bunch of years of injuries. So you know it could be that point where his body could also. He's like thinking in his mind like. People want me to retire already and go away. Like, if I can rehab and come back from this, let's do it that way before we consider Tommy John surgery. I mean, yeah. But, but it would have made I more think... sense for him to be like, oh, cool, I need Tommy John surgery. I'm going to get it. I'll be back in the middle of next year. Well, see, here's see the thing. You guys I next think year. at this point, even if, like, day one of the season he has Tommy John surgery, that's probably all the next year anyway. Because it's not, it, they say 12 months, it's it's never 12 months. It's always like 14 months. You know, it's always interesting too. It's like, for a pitcher, it's always like 14 months, but a hitter, it's like 10. Yeah, because they don't have to, I mean. They're still they swinging the bat. They're swinging yeah, their they bat. Look at, what's his name? In Anaheim. Yeah, he hit the whole time. He's been he hit the entire time he needed Tommy John surgery, yeah. right? And it happened again this year. They're like, "Yeah, you're not pitching." Yeah, I mean, um, the only last thing I have is the NHL and MB and uh, and MVP. NHL and NBA announced their MVP awards. I think. Well, the uh, NBA, yeah, NBA definitely did. Yeah, the NBA already did last year. And, and LeBron got pissed because he only got sixteen points, which. Come on, it's just it's just LeBron being LeBron. How about the bigger LeBron news of Bronny Jr.? Oh, Bronny Jr. smoking up, yeah, hothead smoking up on his personal Instagram page. Like at least go to a burner page, bro. Get it? They smoke hot. They drink wine. And the best, the best part is he he like uh, ragged on the Nuggets. So it it was pretty fun. It was a pun towards the Nuggets smoking a nugget. Get it? Ha ha. I'm 16 years old. Yeah, but the um, problem is you're a 16 year old. 16 years old, you should be doing anything else right now. Like, go smoke them in 2K21 right. tw- and be like, yo, this is what's going to happen to you tonight. But you got to realize he's he's obviously the most different kid than your average 16 year old. Um, that doesn't change anything. He still can't. Oh, like, I agree. Listen, listen, a lot of people are pushing to make, legalize it, which is fine. But you're again, it's going to be just like if it ever was, it's going to be just like cigarettes. It's going to be 18 or 21 and right, right, underage right. is going to be a problem with it. You know? Oh, we, yeah. We already know. Like, we know there's plenty of people in high school who are doing it. We all grew up with people in high school who did it. Right. Oh, yeah. So to us, it's like, yeah. OK, I cool. But felt like a loser for not doing it. Right. Exactly. So and then when. You see him doing it, it's a little different because look at who his dad is, right? His right. Da- now his dad's got to go try and defend him while trying to win an NBA championship. Like, oh, yeah, right? I mean, I didn't yeah. even hear him say anything about it. Neither, yeah, nobody yeah, said I, I, anything I, I, about yeah. it. That's the thing. It's not even, Like you said, it's not even trending, right? It's not even trending. I didn't yeah, know not. about nobody it until cares. KFC posted it on on uh, 
Yeah, it was just a, a Twitter thing the, the morning after, and that was it. And then KFC did a Minuteman with it. Right. Other than that, no one gave a shit, really. Right, because nobody is It's more is of busting gonna... LeBron's balls because of, like, all right, you're 16-year-old smoking weed, the horror. But, yeah. We all know there's positives and negatives to the whole thing. Right, for sure. But what's going to move forward, I guess we shall see. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, the other one was Leon Dreisaitl won the MVP for the NHL. Well deserved. He won everything. Yeah. 110 points. Who won the first? Who won the North? first German to win the MVP in the NHL? Very interesting. Yeah, he had a ridiculous year. It's just one of those like, how don't the Oilers do anything really? The Oilers. McDavid. I mean, in all fairness, I know there. I know. I know that's the real answer, but it's just mind blowing. They know? have no goaltending. That's what it comes down to. Makes sense. That is true. They literally had Miko, but still, like Kotsman they shouldn't have needed. Gordon. They shouldn't have needed goaltending to beat the friggin' Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Yeah. Well, like I said before, the, those playoffs that round started. Like the Blackhawks were the team. The Blackhawks were. I thought a lot scarier than the Canadians. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the Canadians didn't want to be there. <laughs> Canadians were mad that they weren't in the lottery. Um, but the Blackhawks were scary because they had the experience. That's what it came down to with right. them. They had that, like, hey, we've been in the playoffs before. We've been under pressure before. All we have to do is put the puck in the net and just play our game, and we'll be fine. Right. McDavid took a team on, put a team on his shoulders when he didn't realize, hey, wait, the MVP's on my line. Maybe I should try that. Yeah. But they're young. They're super talented. McDavid signed forever. Dressel, I'm sorry, is going to sign forever. And literally, they'll probably just bring in some, some, you know what, interesting name to watch for them, Ben? It's Thomas Christ. Thomas Christ? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right with Christ and and, and Robin Leonard. Didn't, he already Vegas, got a didn't Vegas no, he didn't. sign Leonard to? A... Yeah, Vegas gave him an extension. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I didn't know Vegas gave him. A, it must have been after they got a Leonard. Okay. So it okay, was like, I thought so. That means Flurry's yeah. available. Correct. Right. Well, I don't know. Flurry's under contract. <laughs> yeah. So, they're like <laughs> they also just signed gonna... him before the season started. All right, he's going to be the backup next. It was only a two-year contract. Who's going to be the backup next year? No, he's the. Th- or they're going to. Flurry's a three-year gonna... contract. Flurry. Oh wait, we already discussed this. Flurry's uh, Seattle's goalie. Right. Probably. Probably. He's the he's expansion goalie. Take it. Take it. Yeah, he, he he is expansion goalie. <laughs> you should just put the name expansion goalie on. But the back yeah, of Le- Leonard has like a four-year extension, right, Ben? I it was four or five, I think. He, one of those. Good for him. Yeah. Right, so. Yeah, yesterday it looks like. And now the Sabres want a goalie too. They say, It says here, Eli Freeman says, Sabres want a goalie. Um, the guy who played for Dallas officially is going to be out at the end of the year also. Bishop? No, the other one. The one that's playing. Oh, uh, Kudobin. Yeah, he's a free agent. Um, this seems 
uh, weird, but there's a camera cart on top of a player right now. How or is that possible? Next to a, I don't. It looks to me like he got run over by a <laughs> roving camera cart, <laughs> but it's not. There's I also don't someone think... driving that thing. Is it the Booger Mobile? No, Booger's not there anymore. Yeah, he's in the New York studio now. Right. I it was definitely. I think it was Jonathan. Was it Jonathan Abraham? Whatever. No, that doesn't sound right. That was, was the former safety... Yeah, that's Jonathan. Yeah, the, the safety guy that they drafted last year, who was good and it was interesting on Hard Knocks. Right. To... But I think. It was oh yeah, and he got Charles Woodson's number. Yeah, I and he's. I I think I hope he just slammed his. Sh- I mean, hope. I hope he just slammed his <laughs> shoulder into it and he didn't like run him over. It didn't look good. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I add him to the list. Jesus. Uh, see? I was told the bare naked ladies will be distracting for the Great. NHL players in the bubble. Okay. Great minds think alike. Big Cat just tweeted, did Abrams get run over by the Booger Mobile? <laughs> I certainly hope not. NFL. I just want to see the replay at this point. Nope, just says Alvin Kamara running like crazy. Um. So no more Twitter topics, huh? No, that's it. The SMB Podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, SNDblog.com. We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and of course, share with all your family and friends. All right. So let's might as well start off with the New York Islanders. They unfortunately lost in the conference conference finals to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They played their butts off. They, it was a great story for them coming and in, going into the bubble and making it to the conference finals. They left everything on the table. At the end of the day, Tampa Bay is just the better team, and the Islanders gave them everything they had. They lost a bunch of games in OT, which was just like soul crushing, and. They left everything on. They left everything on the table, and after game one, when they got blown out, it was very pleasant, to, pleasant surprise. And it's a bright future for the Islanders if they continue building, which they've continually done the last couple years. So, um, you guys are the bigger Islander fans. Uh, like, obviously, you guys were proud. Unfortunately, it was a bittersweet ending. Because if you're not winning, you're obviously upset and pissed that it, it ends. But for everything it's worth, you did have almost a week, a couple of days to fi- uh, fi- figure out what's next for the Islanders. What, what, what's your takeaways from this round and the whole playoff run the Islanders had? I, I don't. Hmm. I have. I'm caught somewhere in between. Like my pessimistic brain and my optimistic brain, because look, they played outside of Game One, like you said, they were right with, regardless of what Tampa's coach decided to say every time his team lost the game, 
Every time I lost, he was, oh, we, hate, we gave that one away. We gave that one away. We gave that one away. Okay. Regardless of what you said, we were with them every step of the way. I mean. They led for someone... 88 seconds. Right. What? If you take out game one, Tampa Bay led the other five games in the series for a total of 88 seconds. I don't think that's true. It is. Eric Hornick tweeted it. No, it doesn't seem true, but uh, maybe. Maybe the Islanders led for 88 seconds. No, Tampa led. No, because they beat us. They're leading the entire third period of game five. I'm just going by Eric Horry. Well, he's wrong. That's fine. A lot smarter than you, Ben. (laughs) I'm going to call him. We scored, and then they scored two goals right away in game five, and then they were winning the whole time. And we were with we were playing with them, but they were winning the whole time. Whatever. I'm when they won game no, that was game four I was talking about. Game five that the Islanders won. As soon as they won that game, I was kinda I was good. I was I know this team is better than we are. It's just I, I think I personally think Tampa's the best team in the league. So the fact that they got that you know So there were four games. Them. Tampa just won a series that includes four games, two, three, five, six five and six that they led for a total of 8.8 seconds. Isles had a lot of proud, a lot to be proud about. I mean, he's just wrong. I'm just saying for four games, you can look at the box score of game of game four. The lightning went up two to one right after we scored and we didn't score another goal the rest of the night. Right. So they were leading for 20 minutes, the entire third period. At least. I don't know what he means. I think the Islanders were saying... He's saying the Islanders were leading by that t- amount of time? I don't know what he's talking about. But regardless, <clears throat> the pessimistic side of my brain is saying they got a really good matchup with the Panthers because the Panthers stink. The F- Capitals just didn't want to be there. They were partying And they got a really good pool. matchup with the Flyers. Yeah, the, the Capitals, I mean, I, to say the Capitals didn't want to be there, I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, I don't I don't know if I believe it, but it clearly some there's some issues going on there. They fired their coach, like, right. immediately. And the Flyers, even though they were the one seed, were the four seed going into the whole thing. So, right. like, it, that's a good matchup. I mean, so is it is that a pessimistic view, or is it just... I think it's being a little realistic, but still, like I said, they were with Tampa the whole time. It did. If you look at the Islanders' situation, go, especially going into this off season, uh, cap wise and roster wise, it, it's not. If they get knocked out by the Capitals in this round, this is a you're on the verge of blowing this thing up. To be completely honest, because it's a lot of it's a weird, like. The best way I could describe it playoff-wise was old but inexperienced. Because, like, all the top guys, I mean, Brock, Eberle, Anders Lee, um, Bailey, those guys are not on the back half of this career, but they're all pushing 30 if they're not already there. And they've played in, I mean, this was their third playoff run. Eberle's second, no, Eberle's third, yeah, because he was one in Edmonton. So, like... You, and a team at the the cap like area they're in and the age area they're in, you would think 
they would have been a more, you know, polished regular season team, and they weren't. I mean, we all know they just weren't a good regular season team this year. Right. After the winning streak. But you play different in the playoffs, and they figured it out. And like I said, I, you know, the emergence of Anthony Bavillier, Pajot's great. I, if they could just figure out the cap to get Barzi and they have to pay Barzi and Pulak, which is going to be an and issue. And you, you I know. I Taze uh, Taze might have lost himself some money this year. He was not great. So he so Andrew wrote some news they had in the in the paper on Saturday, I think it was, talking about the situation. And he said a lot of people and it basically said like a lot of people around Barzell like knows that he wants to be here and knows that he understands the situation where he may take a two year fifteen million dollar deal just to kind of deal with the cap and let the let the well, pandemic fade away from the league. Correct. That's, you know, and which, I think which is basically a bridge contract. Plus, he's going to get not what he wants, but getting towards what he wants. And in two years from now, we'll have more cap space. The cap's going to go up. Then he's going to look at more money and be like, "Hey, Lou, let's uh, or Chris, whoever's running the team right. at that point, he's going to say, "Hey, you know, I did well, something nice for like, you. Now do something nice for me." That's kind of what. We're talking about Tampa, that's how Tampa's got themselves here. Braden Point is, you know, a top player in his league, and he makes like eight and a half million dollars. That's not nothing. But hockey-wise, I mean, Tavares and Matthews and McDavid and Drysdale, all those guys make more money than him. And he came, he came up at the same time as them, like, uh, you know, contract-wise. So if you – now, even if they give Barzy – you said two-year 15, so that's like, right, six – no, seven and a half which wouldn't be, you know, a terrible contract. They still they have like eight million dollars cap space. So to pay three guys Brandon Point somebody... has got next year left at six point seven. Okay, so it was even less than I thought. So but again, he took that short deal like I said, like you said, to ta- everybody in Tampa bought in short contracts, Stamp Coast is the only one that's really getting paid. And now they're gonna hold I mean Maybe get their cup. I don't know. I kind of hope they lose because everybody on Twitter and the hockey world bitched that a Stars Islanders cup would be boring as hell. Well, now you get Tampa, and they're gonna if they lose, that's what you get. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I hope the Stars pull it out as well. I do like. Uh, it's been known that I do like Ryan McDonough. It would be cool to see him win a cup, but sure. but I think the Stars they're. I've seen it all over Twitter, and a lot the people that are making the comparison, the, the like their this year's Blues is pretty spot on. Yeah. So, and then after Maroon shot the puck at their bench last night or whenever the game was, it was just like, you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Fucking go stars. Yeah. And on top of that, Jamie yeah. Benn and Tyler Sagan celebrating a cup. I love Jamie Ben. Yeah, too know. bad it's during Corona, but Texas, Texas obviously doesn't care about rules. It doesn't care. So it'll be fun. Yeah. So, um, like I said, much more confident about the state of the Islanders right now. They probably still need a goal scorer. But yeah, they, that that is the one glaring need for the Islanders. Yeah, it's great that they have guys scoring all three, four lines. And the way they play, yeah, but they like 
Like this series, they needed that one like sniper that was just like no, no matter where he is on the ice, find him right there, give him the puck, bang. Like no matter where he's at, he'll find Correct. a way to score. That was definitely the one glaring issue now, the Alps had in this series. Steven, I brought this up. I, I was looking at this before, and I wanted to ask you. And I guess, Danny, you've watched enough Islanders to know. So uh, on uh, Cap Friendly, the website has a, a calculator about – like a buyout calculator. So you could see how much money you would save if you bought people out. Right. And buying – so the thing is buying out – obviously the first two I looked – first guy I looked at was Andrew Led. If you buy him out, it saves you like a million dollars in the cap or something. It's like it's not even worth it the way his contract is structured. Okay. And it's the same thing with Johnny Boychuk, which is the other guy I was thinking. But – if they buy out Nick Letty, they save like four million dollars. Oh, he, he's he's getting bought out then. Yeah, That's what I'm thinking. Well, like, here's I, the thing. I really part like of the Nick COVID Letty. rules is there is no buyouts. Oh, okay. Well, that. Oh, changed. really? Yeah, they took out oh, buyouts yeah. this off season because did they of... take out buyouts, or they just did not add buyouts. They, apparently, they were taking out by the report was that they took out the buyouts for this year, which is why we were why we were I was at least I was flipping out about the Andrew Land contract because we're not allowed to bind them out due to this year. So right. anybody under contract has to be on the team next year, barring a trade. I know I did hear something about not having buyouts. I just thought it was like that they weren't going to because this new CBA is for two years. Right. So I thought they were just saying that they're not adding another buyout. There was something the players didn't want buyouts. It wasn't fair to them, especially those guys, i.e. Andrew Ladd. You know, it wouldn't be fair to him for a guy who's probably not going to get another contract to be like, hey, we're never paying you any money again. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like they, the Islanders would have him on their books basically the same as he is now if they bought him out. Letty's a guy, even though I thought he played very well in the playoff, he's basically a third-pairing defenseman at the moment. Letty, so, Letty but, is easily a guy that you can move, though, because of his age. That's the thing. I, I think he's the one that gets traded. If anything. Um... You can move Boychuk, too. Boychuk played really well in that game six that he came right. back in, and game five, too. I, I thought Boychuk played well, so... I think you can move Boychuk, and that's probably what's going to have to happen because I think he is a right-handed shot, and so is Dobson. Someone's so, going to want Boychuk better in leadership inside the locker room. And you know who yeah, would like I think to have so. that is who we already talked about, Edmonton. Um, what we would get back is, you know, I'd rather take Nothing. draft picks for Johnny Boy. I'd yeah. rather take a sixth-round draft a second pick. Round, yeah, I'll take a sixth-round, yeah, whatever. So Anything. just to get rid of his contract. Um, get the money off the Unfortunately, and then, yeah, I like and then next year you kind of have to look at okay cool we're going to keep Nick Letty the guy like Nick Letty for this year but hey Seattle what do you want what are you going to give us for Nick Letty but that well that's the other thing I don't even know that you're right about that because but there was there are like reports that a lot of people are because like the Islanders did with Seattle they gave them a pick to make them take whatever the friggin' goalie's name was. No, with... With... Uh, whatever they... They gave him Lubo, and they gave him whatever the third goalie... I forgot his name. Uh, Berube. Right, right, and they gave him... They didn't give him Lubo. They gave him... Who was the other Not Russian Lubo. at the time? I I don't... No, it was Grabowski. That's what it was. It was Grabowski. Right. But they're saying that teams are thinking instead of 
like because the Panthers just gave them two thirds of their top line so that they wouldn't take somebody else or something. Right. So they're they... saying teams are just gonna say take what you want and we'll figure it out. We're not doing trades. We're not giving you eight first round picks. Just take the trade people and you'll and we'll figure it out later. So I I would be interested to see if more people do that and just like you want to take somebody take somebody. But I think Nick Letty has no move clause, so they'd have to say like we're we have exposing. to trade him to them. But right, you'd the, have to the report the 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 thing I was reading, I forgot what site it was on, it was like Letty and Lad for a bunch of draft picks. Type of thing. But remember anything you get is future because they automatically keep their first three year first round picks. So it's some sort of later pick because that's what happened in Vegas. They guaranteed they they were guaranteed like a top five pick or something. They, they could yeah, they're guaranteed like top odds, but they can trade them. I think they did trade their picks because they got Mark Stone. Oh yeah. They were able to trade them, but, but it had to be like within the year of happening of them. Some, I don't know. But they do they were guaranteed like I think top four odds or something, at least. I think. I don't remember. Um but yeah. So I but they if have you to really want to look out. if you're really gonna start looking by the way, the other guy we didn't think about, we were kinda talking I don't know if we were talking this offline or whatever with Edmonton and goaltending. Mm-hmm. Hope hoping. Right. Well that's I don't think Edmonton has any money either. This and also, a... and we'll see what happens with the Rangers situation too, with goaltending right. as well. So, well, the Rangers aren't of... going to go out and sign Brendan Hopi. They well, have two young kids. No, 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 no not trading not Hank is what he's trading saying. Trading Hank or Gorgiev. Yeah, I mean, you th- you would think they have to trade Gorgiev if Hank just keeps saying no to the trades. Right. Also, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is off the books for Edmonton this year. Oh wow! About time. I, I don't – it's it's going to be really interesting. I don't think, like, Taylor Hall's – he's a free agent. I don't know who has the money. Nobody's going to want him. <laughs> but no, but who has the money to pay anybody? That's the thing. Nobody's cap is going up. Half right. the teams – there was an article I was reading that, like, the Penguins have an internal cap now that they, they can't spend over a certain amount of money because they're just broke. And luckily the Islanders have a the best the best Islander free eight the best guy coming off the books for the Islanders they're saying is Andy Green. Well, that's the other thing is before we move on we talked a lot more hockey than I thought we would. All the Islanders free agents are are pretty much gone except for Matt Martin. Their actual free agents free agents are Andy Green, Grice, and uh, Martin and Derek Broussard. Derek Broussard is not coming back. Andy Green was a rental, and Grice we know because they have goalies. Martin, I would think, would be back as long as he's ready. All I have to say is this. We traded for Andy Green to play in and replace in case we made the playoffs for Adam Pellick, right? Right. And that man, Adam Pellick, 32 minutes with a broken wrist. Uh, he's unbelievable. <laughs> but, yeah. But like Hockey players are a different breed. Don't I mean they don't need Andy Green? If, I mean they're saying Edmonton's going to have ten point six next year in cap space, and that's without right. and that's without like, and that's this that's going into this year, and that's not like Hopkins comes off the books of six. Hopkins is six million is coming off the books, um, but they have a couple of young guys. Mike Smith. They probably have to pay some people. 
Mike Smith is a free agent. Nico Kassanen still got a couple years of it. Don't worry. Yeah, great. <laughs> I mean, the fact that this is completely off topic, but they let Shirelli sign Miko Koskin into like a three-year deal and then fired him next week. I don't like it. Doesn't make. I mean, wouldn't you have fired him the next week too? The, but still, like the fact that he know, made it to the next week is more more amazing. If you're firing him the next week, you knew you were going to fire him the week before at some point. <laughs> I, I mean, Oilers. my question is, why didn't you just fire him like as he came to you and said, "Hey, I'm going to sign Miko Koskin in for three years." Why didn't you fire him when you say I'm going to trade two first-round picks for Griffin Reinhardt? <laughs> Peter Shirelli is an absolute disaster, <laughs> and he might be—he might run the Seattle team, not Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Whatever, let him run know. Seattle. Who do, who are yeah, they getting that Seattle. we can call him up and ask for? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, you guys want um, you guys want Radek Martinek? Okay, he's not on the team anymore, but here we'll take two first-round picks. Radic Martinek. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in 10 years. Remember that guy. But yeah. Um, no, nah, yeah, honestly, it was a good story for someone who doesn't follow the Islanders day to day. By the way, like Tampa's up 3 nothing. 6 nothing. you said? 3 nothing. Started the second period. 3 nothing. Okay. Jeez. Uh, for someone who's not a diehard Islander fan anymore, uh, it, it was nice to see them make it to the conference finals and like having the nostalgic run of it of just remembering all the rough nights being at the Coliseum and just being a kid being watching it with my dad again and enjoying that run for that so to speak type of thing but yeah I I, I definitely get what you're saying pessimistically been as well so like but yeah, it was it was for what it's worth. It was a very good run, and let's let's see what happens. If it was a normal year, would this happen? Probably not. But they took advantage of the system, and good for them. Exactly. And it was nice to see the fans going to the airport after the following day. I know a bunch of your friends went, but it it was it was cool. You know, we're tracking planes, Vin. We're doing it again. I mean, this fan base is uh, fan base is obsessed. It's with wild. Them. It's this is it's one of the craziest things. It was actually like one of the regular, like beat writers that kind of like found out about it. Who posted it? It was like one of like the bloggers, regular bloggers that found out about it and was like, "Hey guys, just so you know, let's go support them." It's it was cool. You see it all the time. It's just, I mean, you're yeah, you see it all the time, but. Imagine they come back with the cup. It's three times. It's fifteen times the amount of people standing there. Oh yeah, it it is funny because obviously we enjoyed having sports back or whatever. But then I don't know if you guys. I mean, I'm sure Stephen saw um, Matt Martin's wife posted a video of him, uh, like saying like with his baby when he got home, and then with his dog. And I'm like, he should have been home with that baby the whole time. They shouldn't be playing hockey. This is, (laughs) and it's like. Yeah, I mean all those videos was, were good. Yeah, all of them. I think there was one with Anders too. The, of the of the Anders, it was dogs. Like his like three yeah. like giant huskies, dogs. huskies yeah. that like chased him down. Um, yeah. Another one that was weird. Like even Sydney was like, "Hey, yeah, your dog's in the crate because yeah, so she locked <laughs> the dog in the crate <laughs> because it's maybe like, you want to see your daughter before you see the dog." Like, yeah, 
Um, but and Lee's wife was just think, like, "Go get him, guys." Yeah. Right. Um, I think Mayfield was the other one, right? They had Mayfield a, a and also Pelican. Pelican oh, Pel- is one wrist. Pelican is one hand. Um, all right, that's enough hockey talk. Let's get into the football. We well, uh... have to. Well, <laughs> here's the thing: that game went a lot better than I thought it would. At you know what, ten nothing or whatever it was. Seventeen. They, was they played nothing at one pretty point? well in the second half. What? Yeah, it was seventeen nothing at one point, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but I wasn't sure. You I... know, you know what I'm finding this like little bit of interesting, and you kind of noticed it last year too. And I'm gonna say it. You know. When you take away the superstar from a team, you start seeing a team play. And the same thing happened last year with Daniel Jones. He started spreading out the ball a little bit more, throwing a little bit more. It created what Darius Slayton is now because of the fact that he didn't have Barkley a couple weeks last year. And once Barkley went down, what happened with the offense? All right, let's Throw a couple screens at Deion Lewis. Let's throw some slants to a couple guys. Let's do this. Let's do that. More now. Now they kind of like took away the hey. Let's focus on Saquon and let's give the ball to everybody. I don't understand why coaches don't like realize that. Be like, oh, maybe we should get everybody involved. And this is what makes the Saints so good every year. Let's face it. Who was the Hofstra kid? Marcus Colston was that his name? Yeah. Yes. Would Marcus Colston have made it in any other team? He's nah. pretty good. He was pretty good, but it was because Drew Brees knew how to spread he the ball. He was a out. seventh round pick. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But that's um, what it comes down to: opening up the offense. And I think this is going to be a good lesson for at least Daniel Jones for the year to kind of open up the offense a little bit. Let's see what else we have. And then you know you bring back Barkley next year. Now you could kind of sprinkle Barkley into the offense. Now you're going to start opening up the the passing game because of the running game. You know. When you had Beckham and Barkley together, that, of course, opened up Barkley because everybody was guarding Beckham. But then we got Beckham right. involved. And, you know, again, I'm kind of hoping this brings to light the idea of opening up the offense. This is what made New Orleans the offensive juggernaut they've been for so many years. Everybody's involved all the time. Sounds like uh, something spoken by a guy who was Evan Ingram on his fantasy team. <laughs> that guy can't catch the ball for his life depending on it. Unfortunately, unfortunately, he did lead the Giants in receptions yesterday. Um, yeah, starting in the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah. The, the Giants are so frustrating to watch because it's the same crap every week. Like, they'll go down multiple scores, and then, like, at halftime, they'll decide to, like, Oh, wake up and then like put us back into the game and like just lose at the ending of the game. Um, and Jones, Jones just dumb Jones, turnovers. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, Jones just has to be better with the ball. And um, I, I think I'm pretty sure I didn't really rewatch the highlights because it was just life. And then I was really pissed about Barkley and everything like that. Was the was the fumble really on Jones for not throwing, getting rid of the ball, or was it the Andrew the, Thomas? Was the, the no, the defensive line is just a lot, very quick and scary. And yeah, a lot of facial yeah, hair. What, right. So, all right, then I was right when my friend said that. Okay, cool. I like being right. It wasn't um, Anthony Thomas. It was more of 
Everybody shift to the right because Cleo Max standing there and our right side is terrible. Right. And I thought and I thought the right side play, um Fleming played much better he than He definitely played better, did. but he was also more noticeable last week, especially right. in the plays where his back was to the defensive lineman every time. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um where but, Joe Judge said that he played great against Pittsburgh. I would love to watch the tape that he watched. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I I think it's just the simple every week mistakes that the Giants just do week in week out is just soul crushing at this point. And it's just like it's the same thing from last year to now. And it's just like, all right, Dan Jones will either fumble or throw a back breaking interception, or Dan Jones finally throws an awesome pass and one of the wide receivers decides not to catch it. Um, the interception was more on Ingram because Ingram slipped, unfortunately. But yeah, we need we need Ingram to step up to what we wanted him to be, and let's hope so. Um, I, I agree with you what you said with maybe losing your star running back or wide receiver, your star player, that it distributes more around the whole team focusing on the team as a whole. Um, it's going to be interesting with um, hopefully Devontae Freeman uh, signs with tomorrow. I think that might actually help us a little bit. I know it's not a sign that he didn't get picked up by anybody, but he's more of a north and south running back that will go get the quote-unquote single and get the singles, the four or five-yard runs on every play home. and not be like Saquon, who is a home run hitter on every play. Three yards so, in a cloud of dust. Right. And and sometimes you need that with this, this style of offense. I know no one's comparing to Saquon, and obviously it sucks that we lost our best player, but there's still 14 games left. So it, it, it sucks, but they, they need to find a way to continue to play hard. Their defense has been playing okay. Uh, definitely better than what it was last year. James Bradbury and Blake Martinez have been really good. Martinez didn't really have a great game yesterday, but week one he looked really good, and Bradbury has looked good both weeks. It's just uh, very glaring holes. There's glaring holes at the second cornerback. Uh, Valentine looked lost on that one touchdown. It's it's just it's just they got to find something to gel, and unfortunately. Like we mentioned a couple weeks ago in the preview show, the Giants could easily be 0-6, and, and they play fine. You know what I mean? Like, at moments they look decent, and then at moments they look like the Giants that are going to go 0-5, 0-6. So they haven't quit on the new coach yet. The coach has been saying all the right things, so it makes you want to believe that this guy's going to be here and he knows what he's talking about. And then to so add to that too, also with yeah. him, to add to that, like there was images of Saquon getting hurt, and then Joe Judge was one of the guys he had his arm around. Right. So what is that? How many times do you ever see a head coach go out there and you know it, it, check it, on it, their player one thing, but to grab him and say, hey, I got you, is a whole nother beast. Right. right. I, have, I have a question about Saquon. Why do they delete everything on Instagram? I Mamba think that mentality. Was just- yeah, I think he was just doing mob mentality. It, it, oh, because it think, wouldn't be like zero dark twenty four seven. Right. There, there's no reason why he'd be mad at the Giants. It was no, a I know. play, and he finally broke it open. So yeah, I, I think he's just 
defining the Mamba mentality type of thing. I don't know. It, to each also, their think own. about this. Kobe sure. tore his okay. ACL, hit two two free throws, got taken out of a game, and then came back better the following season. Right. Okay. Um, and wait, one more question. You're not sick of Blake Martinez yet? No, Van. Not yet. We don't remember uh, the last time it was like good... to have good linebackers, Van. Leave us alone. Right. Um, also, he won... doesn't cover anybody. He just runs, rushes the quarterback. Right. Okay. As long as you don't want him to cover anybody or <laughs> get past an offensive lineman, all right, he'll be week fine. One, week one, he played played pretty well. Week two, he he was like mad at best. But he's still the better linebacker we've had for sure. the last 10 years. So, yeah, we'll take it. And uh, your all other boy, all, Pat- all his job is right now is to stop the run and teach Lorenzo Carter how to be the mic he, guy. He can't get off a block, though. That's the only thing he's right. held. That's you, the only thing he can that, do. That happened a lot yesterday. Sure, I, I'm, I'm and, sure. Uh, against, yeah. And Fackrell actually played a good game yesterday. If Fackrell's not your focal point defensively, like the main pass rusher, he'll be fine. No, yeah, he's like he should he's be number good. three to four. He should be yeah three or he four. He had a sack yesterday, I think. He's pr- yeah, he's, he did. like I said. When he was the third guy behind, like, Clay and Nick Perry or whatever, he was fine. Right. But he's just – they have a bunch of guys. Rashawn Gary is a frigging monster. Right. So he just wasn't necessary. Like, like um, like, like last night – like, yesterday, like, the final drive that the Bears uh, got on offense was just soul-crushing because they weren't able to stop the run and they killed a lot of clock. And then that, that lucky – that – that they got a penalty and then they basically gave up all the penalty yardage on a one running play and it was just backbreaking and then it was fourth down and then it was a deflection off a guy off to the offensive lineman right for a first down. So, that was insane. Yeah. That was, that was so one of those insane. like, all right, fuck, we're, we're definitely not winning this game. It would be nice if we make a drive and pull it out. But well, they had yeah, a shot, right. Yeah, was... yeah, we had a shot and then offensive perseverance to end the game. Yeah. It's just one of those things. We we they got a. F- I'm I'm tired of losing. At the end of the day, I, I know they are too. It's just now that the Niners are all banged up and they're still probably gonna lose to them. And then they play the they go to L. A. Play the Rams. They'll probably lose to them as well. They're just yeah. not there yet, and that's the frustrating thing is yeah. they're playing hard and like that's what you all you're asking them to do but it's like you're still not getting wins so you're like all right they're playing harder but they're not winning so it's very frustrating so maybe they'll still the maybe they'll still something and they'll get us by surprise and we'll be happy and down the road maybe in a year or two they start winning games more frequently and maybe surprise of playoff run or two that would be fantastic but it's it's very depressing especially once saquon got hurt yesterday and then shepherd apparently has turf toe they haven't really said anything about that it's just they just can't get anything going and then it's that's the most frustrating part it's just the same crap every year and just hopefully they trust Joe Judge, and Joe Judge continues to show that he's a decent coach and not one of those other Belichick disciples that just flat out can't head coach. You know, well that's he's, and he's saying all the right things. He's saying more than any uh, Belichick head coach has probably ever said ever. 
Like he's bringing the human element to the to the press conference, unlike just being a mute and like saying like just rhetorically saying the same answer over and you over mean, again. You mean he's not saying that this interception in the Super Bowl was the reason you should trust him? Right, right, right. He, he, he that's absurd. Fucking Matt Patricia. Honestly, that guy's a that guy's a bum. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but you. If you if, when you listen to him, he still has the command of the room, and it's gonna take a while. And I think the Giants brass. I think if anything, obviously Gettleman will get the axe before Joe Judge does, unless it's like oh, 0 16, unless it's 0 and 16 type of bad, which I don't think they'll 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 find a way to pull out games. Okay, They're Brody's very- Brody's losing his job too, so he can just come GM the Giants. I mean, Brody. Oh, thank God, Brody's <laughs> But at the end of the day, it's just we we got to suck up the growing pains, and it's it sucks that we're in it. But we 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 got to be realistic, and I, I'm yeah, we're probably gonna go zero and five. Unfortunately, I hate saying that. Obviously, I'm watching every second of every game. Obviously, I want to see them win, but yeah, it's it's a tough start to the season, and and it's like with a with a hard nosed coach. It's, Man, right. you could lose the team quick, and you don't want that to happen if they're an right. 5 start. Yeah, I, it's just a tough. It's very tough, but we'll see what happens. And I don't know. It's, it's just we're used to it. This is the seventh year out of eight that the Giants are zero and two to start the season, so we're accustomed to it, I guess, um, oh, shamefully, geez. but. Yeah, I don't know. The, it's 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 very frustrating. Um, since it's a giant topic, I've been really enjoying doing the cooking blogs the last couple of weeks, and hopefully, yeah, it's sizzling through the season. Yeah, so I'm I'm been enjoying that. So, like we always say at the tailgate, they can go undefeated during the tailgate, and then once you go inside, then all hell breaks loose. So I'm basically taking that home with me. Um, so that's been fun learning, actually finally learning how to like really cook has been fun. So, Hey, there's some positives out of this giant season of it, but, uh, be sure to check that out every week. I've been doing that with my wife and having fun with that, but yeah. Uh, and Saquon just about... posted also, by the way. So it's not just the Mamba thing anymore. Okay. Cool. It's not zero dark 24. He basically just wrote, it's going to be a hell of a story. And it's him getting carried off the field. Atta boy. All right. Uh, uh, So, do we even bother talking about the Jets or... I mean, no. I don't think the Jets want to talk about the Jets. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I know. I know. I'm just... (laughs) I don't know when the Jets are going to be good. I don't think it's ever going to happen. You can't rebuild and then before you finish the rebuild, trade the good players. And you have no weapons and you have a bad coach. And I, there is literally nothing right now about the New York Jets that is good that I like. Except for that left tackle because he's huge. And that's it. Yeah, but the thing with him is he uh, hopefully he learns technique. Sure. But, like, I just like having a, a, a guy – he. He has no, to be able to do something, right? It's just I, get in the way. Right. Um <laughs> but the the Jets is like they 
Gase is just terrible. It's just He's the play calling. It's just like I know a lot of players are hurt on the offense, but they're not helping out Sam Donald whatsoever. No. And it's and it's like at that point of sad to see, and it's just like get this kid something, you know what I mean? I, I was thinking about this the other day because I couldn't think of an example. And, like, we see it a lot. Really, in baseball, we see it a lot. Like, for example, J.D. Davis is up right now. I put the Met game on. I don't know why I did. But J.D. Davis is up. Or, like, uh, I mean, there's a zillion examples of a change, of a change of scenery kind of thing. Travis Starno, whatever. Huh. Right? Have there ever been Has there ever been a change of scenery quarterback that just turns it on? Like, maybe Breeze? That's really it? Um, but that wasn't it, change of scenery. He was hurt. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah, once, um, I feel like with quarterbacks, it's like once you're broken, you're broken. I don't know. Like, I think if if someone took a chance on Sam Darnold and that franchise is legit, like there's some good it's with Sam Darnold. Like we we've seen well, I, flashes of I it. But... If like if next year, I don't know. Whenever we're in year three of Sam, right? Right, year through Sam. So it's, there's two more years. Let's There's say, guaranteed at least two more years because you're gonna take the option. You're gonna pick up his option. Let's just say for some stupid reason they blow it up, and they decide after this year they're you're gonna draft Trevor Lawrence and they trade Sam Darnold to the Steelers. That would work wonderfully once Ben's gone. I think like he would be fine. Right. He would need to go to a franchise like that. Right. But like I don't. I, you guys can't. You can't think of an example either. Ooh, sorry, watching Drew Brees throw perfect passes to linebackers. Um, yeah, I don't like the Brees comparison. Maybe, maybe. Every maybe. time it's injury, that's the thing. Every like even Cam now, if that works out, I mean he was hurt. Yeah, I. It's, there's not maybe, really an example. Maybe, uh, maybe Kirk Cousins. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. It's like that's Kirk Cousins is really the only example. I mean, we talked about that when he was a free agent. Like good quarterbacks don't become available very often. Maybe, that's the whole point. Right. And then the Cowboys have to do something with Dak. That like they're in all, fair, in all fairness, Kirk Cousins stinks. Did you not see his numbers yesterday? No, he he does stink, but he does. <laughs> he did win a playoff game last year, so. He's Ooh. the most frustrating quarterback in the league. I I know, but it's just I can't believe you won a playoff game. I completely forgot that that happened. For eighty million dollars, nice you better pick. win one playoff game. Speaking of Drew Brees, couldn't nice pick by the way. Win that playoff game. Oh. Middle linebacker was right there. Way to go. Um, but Maybe they should put them. a quarterback in that can see. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe, James maybe, time. maybe Jameis if he ever gets a second real second chance. Never. Right. That's. Um, I mean, that's your best example. If, if, if Breeze retires after this year and Jameis becomes a good quarterback, it'd be one of the only real times. Maybe Kurt Warner the sec uh, when he leaves maybe. the Giants. Maybe. Yeah. What about um Teddy? Teddy, Teddy would Minnesota be another one. And then went to New Orleans last year. Breeze but gets again, hurt if he doesn't. If Teddy doesn't go he in. He left because he was hurt, though. Yeah, that's true. Did that's he, what I'm saying. No, he like, left because his contract how about, was How over. about this one? How about this one? All right. Now, how about this one? How about this one? Uh, Carson Palmer, maybe. Right. When he didn't want to play for the Raiders, and then he got traded. He retired for to, a week. Or, yeah, right. he retired, and then he went. <laughs> he retired for a week, I remember that. And yeah. Bruce Arians re- 
resurrected his career, and it was yeah. like, wow, the the Cardinals can make it to the NFC Championship game. They have a legit shot. Then they lose to the uh, I, Panthers. Right. You know, I, I know I'm being a stickler, but, like, Carson Palmer was good in Cincinnati. It's, I guess, the way court, like, but quarterback But Cincinnati got to him, and he's like, I'm not doing I know. this. <laughs> I, but it, it's very rare that, like, I'm saying, like, you play bad – and then go to a new team and turn it around. It's just it the, the life of a quarterback is like oh now yeah now you don't for, get a second yeah. chance kind of thing. It's tough, and I feel yeah. bad for Sam because it's there. It, it's all there. What made ESPN make them wear? Oh, it's the fiftieth anniversary. Never mind. Sorry. Huh? Um, but yeah, I don't know. The Jets are the Jets, man. It's the same shit every every freaking week, and they just don't look. Prepare to play. I, I oh. haven't really – I watched week one. Obviously, I didn't watch at all yesterday because the Giants were on. Which was weird. I don't know why they were on at the same time. Well, they, they do that now. They they changed the ruling with that now. Well, so they both suck? You, basically. <laughs> they both have to play at one. Neither of them are allowed to play at 4 o'clock. It's basically what the league is saying. Right. Uh, yeah. You can't I'll give up a 80-yard run on the first play of the game. Yeah, I saw that on the ticker, and I was like, oh, all Yeah, right, but now well, he's hurt, so it's okay. I go, I never have to watch the Jets at all today. I see how it's going. I'm getting my text messages from my friends who will root for the Jets. And that's about it. You know 50 I mean? yard run on third and 31. Yeah, I mean, you, just, you should get fired. You should get fired. on Just that for play. that. It's, it's just Adam Gase is just because he was Peyton Manning's whisperer, even though Peyton Manning, let's face it, probably was the offensive coordinator. And Case just gets the credit. It, it's like he he's proven nothing really. Like he has flashes of moments, like that one year they took the Dolphins to the playoffs with Matt Moore. But whatever, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, there's a lot of other football that was better and more fun to talk about than the Jets and Giants. Um, the Cowboy game was absolutely stupid. Um, that, I mean. That, that uh, onside kick, um, I think they're still waiting to pick up the ball. Well, like, like, were they on the third baseline on a bunt? Like, do you, yeah, do, you bl- do you blame Atlanta? Because I was with I was hanging out with with some buddies, that, and they were, and one of them was like, "Oh that, well, that's Atlanta it, being Atlanta, man." Like, you, how many times are we going to give them the pass? They shouldn't get the pass. It's like oh, this. I agree. It's Atlanta. But, Atlanta doing Atlanta things. Like that shouldn't ever happen. They have Ridley. They have. They have a good enough team to be freaking good. And then ever since the Super Bowl choke job, they've just never been able to make the playoffs since. See. And it's just, like, unreal. It's just stupid to me. Like, they would eas- they easily could have one of the better teams in the whole entire league, and just they just break down all the time. The, the opposite side of it was, like, it was spinning too much, and if they would have tried to jump on it, you know it would have. You know, I, I don't jump it. on the grenade, and you have guys. There was three guys them. there. That's what that's what I'm saying. You have one of the guys hop on the grenade, and you have three of them fall on but top also, of you. That's what that's the, that's, that's what, what you've always been taught. That's what you've always been taught to you know, do on. Finn, I sent anyway. this to Danny yesterday. When did Greg the leg get to Dallas? Just this year. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, that's the way to kick it from that one. If you're gonna do an onside kick, you. I mean, that's probably impossible to do. That's like, I mean, you guys don't bowl. That's like getting a seven ten split the way he kicked that. Like you could not right. have oh, put yeah, it. Yeah, that, that happens once in a blue moon, and then yeah. like, just fall on the ball, man. What are you doing? But By the like, way, we I were never, talking. I've never seen anybody kick it 
off the like when it's not on the tee and then actually work. Usually right. it just doesn't work. They call it like the watermelon. Yeah. Something like that. So so we were talking good, earlier. Good for the Cowboys. They are my Super Bowl pick. So whatever. They're they have a lot. They could be. Yeah, they could be on real quick. We were yeah. talking earlier about the coaches really, with the masks. Really yeah. Um, Denver, the, Seattle, and San Francisco coaches all $100,000 fines for not wearing masks. And their teams yeah. each get a $250,000 fine for not wearing their mask. For the coaches not wearing their masks. Who wasn't wearing a mask? Denver's coach, Pete Carroll, and Shannon, Kyle Shanahan. Oh. I do remember Kyle Shanahan not wearing a mask. That's $1.05 million in fund money, in fine money, just for three guys not good, wearing masks. <laughs> good fucking wear a mask, bro. Garrett, Garrett didn't wear his mask a couple of times, too, so I'm sure he's going to get fined as well. Um, yeah, uh, oh, there was a lot of good games on the the, the Chargers. They gave... They gave oh. the Chiefs everything they had. Justin Hubert looked really amazing. They also on, handed him the game. Tyra getting hurt at warm-ups. I wonder how that happened. That you got hurt during the week. Herbert looked good. He yeah, looked really you, good. You can't very... go back. But the no, one turn, there's no the way, one but they, he saying the right thing. You can't. Right. He, he, oh, he yeah. has to say. The you... one interception he threw was terrible, but that's just a rookie mistake. You know, it's his first game against sure. the defending champions. He wasn't expecting to play at all. He went to overtime. What about that? To go? What about that game-winning field goal? Twenty flags on the one play. Right. Yeah. He hit the eight-yard field goal three times. <laughs> no, he was lined up for a fifty-three-yard field goal. Two-minute warning. Had to wait for the commercial. Then right. there was a flag was that pushed him back, games. where he made it. So then he had to wait then again to move back again, and then there was right. a timeout. And he made that one. And he made that one. And oh, then he had to kick, kick it again. And then he made the actual kick. Well, Harrison Bucker is good. I mean, that's just what it is. Right. He, it's him and Tucker. So. Yeah. So. Uh, and then the Sunday night game, man. I'm I'm glad that Russell Wilson's finally getting his his love. Uh, I don't know if I am. Uh yeah, I I know. <laughs> and I, I, but good for Russell, man. And uh, that was. Great, that was a great game, and the Patriots yeah. just didn't find a way to. They made a great, good play call. It wasn't the worst play call, especially with Cam not being stopped all night. And then maybe he could have maybe bounced it outside a little bit, but it was a great play by the, the, the safety old, that blew it up. They, so. they could have also done the old school Tebow play where he just kind of like falls jump forward pad, and then throws pad. and like lobs the ball into the end zone while everybody's From, coming towards him. They're they're gonna do a lot of interesting stuff with Cam this year, so it's gonna be interesting to see on how exciting they are once they really open it up with Cam. And let's and Josh Allen looks phenomenal the first two weeks. Uh, who else looks great? Kyler Murray looks phenomenal as well. Like there's a lot yeah. of positives going on in the NFL, so. So far, a good season, unless you're a New Yorker. So, Kyler Murray. Packers suck. I don't. Kyler Murray and Lamar. I. It doesn't. I mean, it. It like scares me still, because they're so, they're so agile and. I I think with Kyler though, because Kyler has the baseball background. Kyler doesn't get hurt. He's he. Kyler is much better decision making wise than Lamar is getting down. And now that he has. DeAndre Hopkins, forget it. He's I know he's breaking out this year, and he's already done the first two but games. I, I think someone's gonna like because they always they both do that like 
kind of backstep juke, I think someone's just going to sell out for it and murder them. I, I mean, oh, it, it could easily happen. It's just, it scares me still. But as but they're right both, now, they they're incredible, incredible. They look awesome. But Josh Allen would be the talk of the town if he doesn't do something stupid. He usually does one or two stupid plays. Does. Luckily for him, it's been when the game's been out of reach. So he's, he's been fun, though. He's fun, but he'll do something dumb, and you're like, "What are you doing?" Like yeah. I was watching Red Zone, and there were there was no need for them to push the ball 50 yards downfield, and he still scores a touchdown. And yeah, like three minutes doing. left, I'm like, "Why is he doing it?" Okay, great, I get fantasy points. I mean, he's <laughs> Phil Rivers all over again, exactly. What oh, 100. percent He's yeah. like a faster, more athletic version. Yeah, of <laughs> but I <laughs> love it. We need the league needs more Phil Rivers. Right. Stop that. I don't know why you hate Phil Rivers. Yeah, I don't. Like, you got the best out of that trade. So, uh, basketball has been basketball. Uh, I don't know. The Heat's been fun to watch again. That Celtics Heat series has been fun. Um, LeBron's pissed that he only got 16 votes in the NBA MVP when he hasn't been the best player on the team the whole season. Yeah, and Anthony Davis hit a three to win the game, which obviously like, means that it's Anthony Davis's team. And there's no going back. <laughs> the Greek freak absolutely deserved being the MVP this year. Granted, sure. once in the bubble, he, their team was kind of slacking. But, like, I don't know. I think, like, with, like, guys like LeBron, they'll find literally anything to bitch about and just for motivation because they don't have any sure. actually, like, motivate. But it is hilarious it's like like my favorite was when richard sherman was talking shit about crabtree like yeah no one said you couldn't do it you were literally the number one seed what are you talking about like right. the, they said we couldn't do it we're like what no no one no one ever I said couldn't do it like, I, like and that, i know my... that stuff cracks me up dave Demischek, i'll give him credit for bringing it up all the time too because when he says it i'm like yeah 100 percent. it cracks me up when yeah. players from like the top seeded teams say, oh, you, none of us, none of us, none of you guys believed in us. We're like, what are you talking about? You're like fourteen and two. What are you? Right. What like what? What like, are you talking about? Especially the Sherman one. You like you remember like all anybody talked about was the Legion of Boom for two and a half years, and he's like, talk, he's you know acting like the underdog. And I'm like it's just whatever. It was a heat of the moment thing, so I don't. I give whatever slack for that. Aaron Andrews is like, who who's been? And he's like, everybody. I'm like, oh, Aaron Andrews is like, I'm definitely not one of them, but okay, let it ride. But yeah, we saw in the Jordan doc that he made up the thing about that guy. Right, that poor guy. Yeah, the poor rookie kid, just because he just was bored. Yeah, I think uh, the Packers have looked good. We didn't, yeah, well, yeah, sorry, we didn't talk about the Packers. They looked really good. I was pissed week one. I thought they were not going to cover, and they destroyed them. And I was like, oh, all right, well, that's me picking against the Packers. That's shame on me. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really yeah. watch. I didn't watch the highlights of them yesterday, so I'm assuming they looked good. Um, Jones led the league in rushing yesterday, so he they did. didn't have it. So Yeah, the offense was in rhythm. He had a big... 75-year, um, right after half. That was, I mean, and he caught a couple, deep, couple big passes too. 
Um, they look much more in sync offensively. Like I think you know, it's year two under Lafleur. Maybe sure. they'll they'll happen. Hopefully for your sake it does, because obviously with the Giants <laughs> sucking, I really have no really. Yeah. There's no whatever. Whoever makes the playoffs makes the playoffs kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I'm. Uh. I mean, it's two games. I mean, I I, I thought last week was going to be a lot tougher than it was, but. It seems like the Vikings kind of stink, but yeah, I knew I was I'm never. I never really worried about the Lions. <laughs> Just kind of oh, is what yeah. it is. Well, once Lions. we were sitting in Buffalo Wild Wings, and what's his name dropped the ball in the end zone to win the game, then you were like, "Well, that's the Lions." Right. Oh yeah, the, the <laughs> running back. It's just I I've watched so many Lion games. It's just they. They're they're the they're the other team that could, like could be so freaking good, and they just never. You can change the coach. You can change everything. It doesn't. I mean, I, I go back like, to this. There's the no craziest, way. And the craziest thing about it is, if Matt Stafford was literally on any other team, like legit any other team with yeah. any sort of playoff funds in him, he would be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. He might be, with the statistics, he might eventually get in. It's pretty crazy to think. But, like, yeah, it's just – they always – there's always a personal foul that even – I mean, I thought it was Jim Schwartz because they were under him. Like, there was one year they beat us to go 6-2, and two, I think. They were – yeah, it was Thanksgiving, and they were maybe um, maybe 8-2 and two or something like that or 7-3. and three, I don't know. But – and it was the year Rodgers was hurt, and they somehow weren't even – like, they came in third place. I, I it, it was It was a wild thing, but it's always a personal foul or – or a drop, or it just the Lions are going to lie in themselves, and I, I don't even worry about it anymore. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, Matt Stafford would be a Hall of Fame quarterback if he was on, literally on any other yeah. team. Um, you you got to think about... Patricia's out in, by the uh, bye week. Guy. I mean, they they maybe... play they play Arizona and New Orleans, and then they have a bye and week. And the worst part is they should have beat the lose. Bears if the rookie running back caught the ball. Yeah. That's just the Lions being the Lions. Yeah. And the Packers have the Saints next week on Sunday night. Okay. Um, So that should be a good... Green Bay or New Orleans? Um, I think it's in New Orleans because we were home last week. Fair enough. I'm just going to double check. I think the Packers... I don't obviously don't know the spread or anything, but I think the Packers could take the Saints. Uh, The Saints... Without Michael Thomas, they look very ordinary right now so far in the first half. Maybe they'll turn it on in the second yeah. against the Raiders. In, in New Orleans, the Packers are currently opening line three and a half point underdogs. Okay. Definitely but that's just a... Well, that's an in New Orleans yeah. thing. Right. right. I'm it's, it's that means I'm taking split. the Packers in my pickup and pool. I, I think... Like, I, I went, I've gone, went to the season that, like, thinking, like, the Niners are clearly the class of the league, and how they're going to do with their injuries, we'll see now. I mean, there's no way of predicting that. And then, like, the Saints were a notch below them, and then there was another notch that was, like, us and the Vikings and the Seahawks. And But now, you know, Seahawks are on fire, and the Saints are this oh, is Russell's, trouble with the this Raiders. This is Russell's right MVP year. Oh, for sure. The fact that he hasn't even gotten a vote is pretty surprising. That I didn't know about. You had to think he had a vote. Somewhere in there. At least one. 
I mean, he's crazy, and it's it, it scares me and annoys me a little bit. But like, he's always been. I mean, you guys know I don't like the Seahawks, but he always he's always been the one where it's like, at least I respect him. The rest of them were I were just I didn't like. Period. Except for Jamal Anderson. What? Jamal, you forgot your boy Jamal Anderson, the presidential. Jamal Adams. Adams, yeah. I like Jamal, but like I'm saying, like the the dynasty. It's not really a dynasty, but the the good year Seahawks. Like all Legion of Boom guys annoyed me for the most part, and Marshawn. I mean, you can't really hate Marshawn. That's kind of just there. But like Michael Bennett, that fucking piece of shit. Golden Tate. Um, yeah, I'm just. We actually have an interesting Monday night game next week. Chiefs Ravens in Baltimore. Ooh, That's good. You see the AKA stat? it's going to be 3 nothing because both teams decide to show up. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but I hope that's going like to be that, a great game. I hope it's like that Rams one the Chiefs played the other that like two years ago where it was oh, like yeah, that was 56 52 or something. Yeah. That was the greatest regular season game I've ever seen. And both defenses actually showed up, and that was the craziest thing about right. it. Right. It was like there was pick sixes all over the place and like a couple of fumble returns. Smokes. Yeah, that game was awesome. That was like, like that, like if you show anybody like who never watched football, and like why do you love football? That'd be the game you show them, and like you're you're de- you're addicted to drugs after that game. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was my drug game. Like you know, what I mean, like I can't fucking stop quit football especially after that game because it literally had everything and even though both teams broke the over record in that game there was actually defense being played in that game that was the wild thing about it I mean those teams the Rams won yesterday right yeah the Rams are Rams are going to be the Rams are better this year they're 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 much better. I think, I think they're going to be better because they don't have to focal point Gurley and focus on getting Gurley, who's banged up. They have a, like thirty they have a bunch of running backs. That's what that offense needed. Right. Yeah, they have three. Well, they. I mean, one of them got hurt, but they have three running backs. Right. So. Yeah. So, anything else, boys? Nope, just enjoy sports while it lasts. Um, playoff baseball is coming real shortly, and that's going to be interesting to see. They're more than likely going to keep eight teams in the playoffs. They've been rumored to say that it's most likely going to stay. So let's see what happens. Hopefully it's a good uh, showing, and it's good. Obviously, all those playoff teams in 162-game season actually means absolutely nothing now for the regular season. But we'll see what happens. Well, you brought up baseball. I mean, do we have any thoughts? Do we really care about Sandy Alderson reportedly coming back? As let's go, bring back uh, Harvey. Bring basically taking Jeff Wilpon's spot as the president. I mean, that's fine. Consult people liked him. That's the key. Yeah. Nobody, nobody ever had anything bad to say about the guy. You know, just to keep him there, kind of like. You're gonna bring in a GM that's gonna. You're gonna bring in a different GM next year. You're gonna kind of let him kind of like. He's gonna be the baseball brain behind Steve Cohen owning the team. 
Right. So that... and, I, and I think, and he is the reason why most of these Mets that are playing well are on the team because he drafted them. So, Correct. um, it's good to see. I have nothing bad to say about Sandy. Um, just thank God A-Rod and J-Lo didn't own the Mets yeah. because Jeff would still be a big focal point in ownership. Um, but a lot yeah. of things, man. Like, there's no reason why the Mets should have not made the playoffs this year and the, just injuries to pitching and just untimely hitting at the start of this quote-unquote short season just really derailed this whole chance of them making the playoffs. But like like me and Vin were saying, talking to each other on Friday because Steve was uh, celebrating Rosh Hashanah, so I didn't feel like bothering him. Um, it's just one of those like just frustrating things like, Unfortunately, Steven Matz has never figured it out. And just one of those things with him and just a lot of players never really figuring it out. And that's the problem with the Mets. And then Diaz actually finally turned it around. Too little, too late. But it's good to see him switching around. And I saw someone on Twitter, I don't remember who, but made a good point. Thankfully, P. Alonzo's sophomore slump happened during a 60-game season. Hopefully, he bounces back next year. Just, right. It's just a couple of players here and there. Just If a couple things went right, it would have been a different se- right. season. But yeah. you, you got to extend Conforto, and Conforto's played fantastic. Obviously, the three of us, big Conforto fans from the day one. So we're happy to see him perform high. But he is a Boris guy, so you know what that see means. How that works out, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, yeah I, I liked I like Sandy coming back. I've always been a Sandy guy, and I didn't think I, I thought especially like especially a, a team that we make fun of about their PR disasters and stuff like that. I, I feel like under Sandy and Terry, things were kind of. I mean, they were able to handle things a little better. For the most part, unfortunately, so, yeah. the biggest it was, one under it was Harvey. Them. It was mainly just Harvey. Well, yeah, it was mainly Harvey, but the biggest one that they fucked up was the Gomez trade and Wilmer Fomer's crying. Right. That, that, that night they fucked up. That was it's, the craziest favorite, night of all time. My favorite Terry Collins. Um, he has who? so many good press guys. Yeah. <laughs> what? For who? <laughs> so good. Yeah, and, and, and if you know, if you got Terry crying, that means it was it was a good press conference. Sure. So yeah, and still was... one of the greatest sea suckers comments coming out of an old man coming out of his mouth of all time. It still cracks me up to this day. Sandy sea sucker with the the jackpot. Yeah, our asses are in the jackpot video. Yeah. Still, you sea sucker. Like, oh, Terry, so let's go. good. So, I mean, that whole video. Like, it had the hate in his voice. Yeah. It felt so good. What's so, so funny is I never thought about... I mean, he was definitely yelling at the ump. But it, the uh, last time I watched it, it occurred to me, like, he could have been yelling at Utley. Because he was standing right there. Oh, it was definitely directed towards both. Yeah. So, um, I, it definitely seems like you said, Sandy uh, is going to be the, you know, Steve Cohen's mouth of owning the team. Which probably means, I mean, there's there are reports now that Brody isn't coming back. I know a lot of business guys like to like not come in and make a lot of big changes first year. So well, I like, thought let's, let's let's see what happens with Brody because it it I want to see a couple more beat writers say it than well, the ones right. that bring I, it, it was up. just one report. 
Right. So I don't know. I I thought with Sandy coming in, it would be like Brody's here, but he's not really here, and we're doing a, a committee kind of thing here until we get, you know, he gets a, this this thing figured out and the situation that he wants to go right. through. Uh, but yeah. maybe he's just gonna do that without Brody and and let Sandy be, you know, maybe in charge. I don't know. And then let's talk about as well. Talk the Yankees. The Yankees are back. They did win uh, ten games before losing yesterday. So the Yankees are back. Um, obviously, they didn't win the division, but they're gonna make a run. We we all know it. They're gonna make a run, unless some something catastrophic happens. Uh, twins are pretty good. Yeah, don't do it, Finn. Do it. <laughs> I've but been then again, the, that the, the Minnesota Yankee Twins Stadium, are going to beat the Yankees but, but my then again, entire life. But then again, but then again, the Yankee Stadium ghosts and fans are not going to be there with them. Because no. we're in a bubble. You're going to be in a. They're going to be in a bubble. So it's going to be interesting how that happens. But I think I think the Yankees are going to find figure it out. Uh, probably. One of the things I was reading, and I meant this a little bit earlier. Um, would you go after Brian Cashman? Mm. Well, I I would, but he's not. Leaving. I, he's not. I don't think he's leaving. I I would be open to going after him, but with the state the Yankees are in, he's not going anywhere. They're kind of in their push. I think Theo Epstein's much more likely. Because he's his contract is just up with the Cubs, and apparently he's not getting along with their ownership, who doesn't want to spend any money. So I I think you could have your doubts about Theo, and things haven't always been perfect. Obviously the Red, Red Sox kind of blew up a little bit, but I think I, he's done it twice. I think he could do it again here with a team that's mostly already built. I mean, offensively there have to be. I mean, they have to get a catcher, and that's about it. And they have to just get a decent catcher. Like, Real Muto would be great, obviously. But they just have to get somebody who can catch the ball. I just think, you know, he knows how to use money. I, I agree, but, like, I don't see I don't but, see him leaving. See, like, the getting money part, yeah, it's true. But the Yankees have been really smart with money recently, so... It's not the same old big bad Yankees to the extent. Yeah, they do get Gene Carlo. Yeah, they spent money on Garrett Cole, but but it's not the same old Yankees like it used to be. Like I'm getting this guy, getting this Correct. guy, getting that guy. Because looking back on it, the stand deal that the Marlins originally did is nothing compared to what other players are getting now. Right, but and, and even the Stanton deal—that's just using the money to your advantage. Like that, right? You know that they, the Marlins didn't want the contract, so they were able to get a at the time of an MVP player for trading, you know, nothing. But the really. Yankees now are a very analytical team. They are a very a- analytical team. It doesn't look like it more times than not. Well, they not, are, yeah. But they are extremely analytical, and it, yeah. sometimes it bites them in the butt, and they're like, "You're the New York fucking Yankees. Be it." You know what I mean? Like that I see fans, Yankee fans on Twitter and people I talk to, like that's sometimes they forget who they are and that must be the most frustrating thing if I was a Yankee fan, that would be the case. Like you know what I mean? Like 
like they'll do like a random day off here and there on like someone. You're like, why? They're they're fine, kind of thing. But well, yeah, I saw that the other day with I think it was Glaber. Right. Right. Maybe that was a while ago. I don't remember. I, I don't see Cashman leaving them. That's my. Uh, I don't think it. That's his one. That's I'd be his great, one. It'd be great though. I, I'm definitely for it if they want. If he wants to leave, <laughs> right. I, I just don't think it's it's, it's uh, gonna happen. Right. Alrighty. So, anything else, boys? Final thoughts? I think that's it. No, that's it. Just be on the lookout for my uh, weekly food blog on SNDblog.com. So, been a lot of fun. Other than that, uh, I'll see you guys next week. Talk to you guys soon. Introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Steven. Make sure to follow him on all of social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website snsnapshots.com so if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project contact sn snapshots now so let's say you're into yoga or pilates or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me either way you know being flexible is key to doing what you love that's why smoothie king created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies plus type 2 collagen make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health so try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.